0: Good evening. Can you shell peas on Shabbos? Not all peas are created equal and not all pea pods are created equal. Some pea pods are edible, some are not. Um, If you're dealing with a edible pea pod, such as a snow pea, um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking the pea out of the pea pod because it's all edible. The issue, of course, would be dosh. Um, and with the threshing, and dosh, as we've discussed in the past, is defined as you're removing the food from its inedible shell. Uh, so if it's edible, you're just cutting a piece of the food off, which is certainly not dosh. Now, there could be a burr issue if you're not doing it right before you eat, but as long as you're doing it right before you eat, there's no burr, there's no dosh, that's all fine. Um, when you're dealing with a regular standard pea in a pod, um, and the pod is inedible, so then that really could be an issue of dosh. Um, <clears throat> The question is, as we discussed the other day, is it similar to peanuts? So we said you're allowed to take peanuts out of the outer shell of a peanut, even though that shell is inedible. And we said the reason why you're allowed to do that is because generally it would be understood that the peanut shell is left up until the time that you eat it. Um, and therefore, it's not DOSH because it's not something that will be done out in the fields. DOSH is done out in the fields. So it's a process done out in the fields, not a process done at your kitchen table. That's not considered DOSH. So therefore, we said it's okay to. Shell the peanuts now, some more contemporary poets can say that it 's hard to, hard to really go with that nowadays because almost all peanuts are sold without that hard shell, um, but most people are maple when it comes to peanuts, uh, but when it comes to peas, um, peas are a little bit of a harder sell uh, because peas pretty much all peas that we eat don 't come uh, don 't come still in their pod, um, either you buy frozen peas or you buy canned peas or you buy dried peas and they 're always sold just as peas they 're not sold in the pod, which means that the pod is removed, so to speak, as part of the in the factory, in the in the farm, etc. It's not done at your dining room table, and therefore it really could be an issue of Dosh. So bottom line, can you remove the pea from the pod? Um, so the person say you could do it but do it with a shinoi. Um, it's a Shiloh whether it's really Dosh. Um, do it with a Shinoi, come up with a good Shinoi, I don't know, smash it or something. Uh, but don't do the regular, you know, crack open the pod and pull it out. That that could be that could be a real issue. Um, <clears throat> Another area where dosh is very practical, of course, is when it comes to schita, which we have talked about in the past. Um, why is schita considered dosh? How, how do the two think, what's schita? Schita is juicing, right? Taking a fruit or a vegetable, squeezing the juice out of it. Why is that dosh? I thought dosh is that you're removing the food from its inedible shell. How does that relate to squeezing juice out of the food? The answer is that it is very similar because when you're taking food out of an inedible shell, those are two disparate things. There's the food, there's the inedible shell, you remove one from the other, that's dosh. When you want the liquid, so when you're taking a grape and you're squeezing it for grape juice, right now I want grape juice, I don't want the grape. Right? The grape is not part of what I'm looking to create over here. So for my purposes, the grape, the grape is useless. The solid of the grape is useless. The liquid is useful. So it's almost as if I'm taking the useful thing, i.e. the edible thing, the juice, and taking it away from the, so to speak, inedible or at least useless for my purposes part of it, which is the grape. So it's a very similar process. You're removing the good thing from the thing that for your purposes is, in, is useless, is inedible. So, therefore, squeezing liquid out of a grape is uh, a form of dash. It's a form of a farak, which we call schita. Um, and when it comes to grapes and olives in particular, that form of squeezing is a isrdoy um, Why zafka those two fruits? Why after grapes and olives? Um, because the liquid that you make from grapes and olives is considered a mashkum in HaTorah. It's considered a real liquid. Right? Olive oil and wine are both considered one of the, one of the seven types of mashkum um, as opposed to orange juice, which is not considered a halachic mashkam. But when it comes to grapes and olives, what you're making is a real mashka, and it's therefore incredibly different from the food itself. You're making a completely new entity, and that is therefore deraiser. Why do we care whether it's or drabanan? There are major nafkaminas between schita and schita drabanan. I'll just tell you; I'll just leave you with one. Um, if you're cut, let's say you're cutting grapes for a child who can't eat who can't eat a whole grape, if you as you cut the grape, if you push down on the grape and some liquid. Grape juice comes out. You're not allowed to use that on Shabbos. In fact, you should try to avoid doing that in the first place. Um, So the person say two things: if you're cutting grapes because the because liquid could come out, try and saw rather than push down. If you saw on the grape chances are liquid will not come out, as opposed to if you push down, liquid will come out. And if you think that that liquid will come out, the best thing to do is to cut it on it, put a napkin down or paper towel of some sort on the plate. So if any liquid does come out, it'll be immediately absorbed into the napkin. The liquid will, so to speak, never see the light of day. Have a wonderful night.